Hare Krishna and we're back with the message of Godhead by His Divine Grace Srila A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada. Page number 54. There are various kinds of sacrifices, but we should understand that the ultimate goal of all sacrifices is to propitiate the Supreme Godhead, Vishnu. During our material existence, we have to deal with material objects if only to keep body and soul together. But in spite of all such material activities, we can evoke the spiritual atmosphere in terms of the Vedantic truth that the Supreme Spirit is omnipresent. This truth is imperfectly explained by the proponents of pantheism, the misconception that everything is the Supreme Spirit, simply because the Supreme Spirit is omnipresent. Once this misconception is cleared up, and if we remember that the Supreme Spirit is indeed omnipresent, we can create a spiritual atmosphere by performing all our activities in relation to the Supreme Spirit, with everything directed by a self-realized soul. Then the whole thing is transformed into spirit. An example may be given here to illustrate the above process of spiritualization. When an iron rod is put into fire and becomes red hot, the rod develops the qualities of fire and stops functioning as an iron rod. In the same way, when all our activities are done in terms of our relationship with Krishna, then everything is surcharged with spirit. Because pleasing Krishna becomes our ultimate goal, all our activities become spiritual. Haribo! In a sacrifice, there are five primary elements, namely 1. The process of offering, 2. The offering itself, 3. The fire, 4. The sacrifice, 5. The result of the sacrifice. When all these elements are related with the Supreme Spirit, they all become spiritualized, and then the whole thing truly becomes a sacrifice. In other words, when the above-mentioned five elements are offered to Sri Krishna in transcendental service, they become interrelated with Him, and thus they become totally spiritualized. Therefore, learned men direct all their activities toward the transcendental service of the Personality of Godhead. These genuinely purified souls actually control all their sensory activities and also master their true spiritual self. Such spiritualized persons alone can show actual sympathy to the fallen souls in terms of the individual, the place, and the time. And in spite of performing apparently material activities, such spiritualized persons are free from the bondage of work. This process is explained in the seventh verse of the fifth chapter of Bhagavad Gita, where Krishna states that only those who perform their work with a view to attaining transcendental results out of sympathy for all others, are really eligible to become public leaders. The enemies of the karma yogis, 
those who work for self-satisfaction or sense gratification, and who are not in touch with the Supreme Spirit, via the transcendental relationship of service, sometimes pose themselves as working according to the desire of the Supreme Will. <laughs> oh my god, we have seen those, right? In the mirror sometimes. Okay. As a matter of fact, they are pantheist pretenders trying to cover their selfishness by falsely labeling it transcendental service to Godhead. But those who are pure in heart, that is, those who have surrendered everything unto the lotus feet of the personality of Godhead, remain aloof from such pseudo-transcendentalists. Such pure in heart, transcendentalists know that although the living entity is very minute, he is part and parcel of the absolute truth, and so has a proportionate measure of independence. Although the personality of Godhead is all-powerful, he never interferes with this little, little freedom that the living entity enjoys. Thus, the living entity is free to abuse his small measure of independence and become conditioned by the modes of nature. When he becomes conditioned by nature's modes of goodness, passion and ignorance, he develops those respective qualities of goodness, passion and ignorance. Wow! Wow! The living entity is free to abuse his small measure of independence. Wow! Krishna. Okay. As long as the living entity remains conditioned by material nature, he has to act according to his particular mode of nature. If these modes were not acting, then we would not observe in the phenomenal world such a wide variety of activities. If out of ignorance of the subtle laws of nature, we were to try to justify all our mundane deeds by saying that they are being done by the will of the Personality of Godhead, then we would be bringing partiality, inebriety and gracelessness into the acts of the all-good Personality of Godhead. Oh my god, we should make, we should make a big billboard of this statement. Seriously, right? And post it everywhere. Anytime somebody will claim that, you know, how could God let this happen? We let this happen. We are misusing our independence. We are, we don't understand like the same pandemic, right? Some people are like, you know, like, how could God let, out of ignorance of the subtle laws of nature, all of these, okay, I'm going too much. I mean, I really love this. This is just perfect definition of the actual complete misunderstanding of the you know supreme will okay it should never be imagined that the various mundane discrepancies arise by the will of the personality of godhead that some are happy by his will while others are unhappy by his will okay some are happy by his will while others are unhappy by his will such differences in the material world are due to the proper and improper use of free will by the individual living entities. Krishna, the personality of Godhead, enjoins everyone to give up all such conditional engagements dictated by the various modes of nature. Such engagements arise out of ignorance, perpetuated by the modes of nature, not by the Lord's will. 
In Bhagavad Gita 5.13, the Lord says that He is not the cause of anyone's particular work, nor the cause of the fruits of such work, but that all these come about due to the various modes of nature. Thus all acts performed by the living entity, except those of Karma Yoga, are self-created engagements arising from an abuse of free will. And therefore one should never think that the results of such work are somehow ordained by the Almighty Godhead. Such works are all material and are therefore conditioned and directed by the modes of nature. The Personality of Godhead has nothing to do with such works. Similarly, the Karma Yogi exists always in a transcendental position, far away from the conditions of the material modes of nature, for all his works attain to the platform of the Absolute. When one is in a state of freedom from the modes of nature, the phenomenal world manifests its spiritual aspect. This is super, super, super important. When one is in a state of freedom from the modes of nature, by doing karma yoga, transcendental position, offering the work to the Supreme, connecting everything to Krishna, okay? Then the phenomenal world manifests its spiritual aspect. Beautiful. With the world thus spiritually manifest, its modes of nature cannot present any obstacle to one's spiritual advancement. Oh my god, pages we are reading are really, really speaking to me directly. Ooh. With the world thus spiritually manifest, its modes of nature cannot present any obstacle to one's spiritual advancement. When such obstacles are surpassed, one attains to the absolute vision. I really needed to read this today. Okay, actually I continued to read forward, but then we open a whole other section about equanimity and seeing everyone on an equal level and how Krishna is the friend of everyone. So I would really like to conclude the episode today to just, just focus our attention on this beautiful point that we read today about how how the Lord is not responsible to the way that we abuse our independence and how if we are karma yogis then we attain to a transcendental position and nothing becomes an obstacle in our spiritual advancement. Okay, thank you so much for tuning in today. It was a very, very, very important episode for me today. I really love this topic of free will because um, I'm a strong-willed person. <laughs> really it has big relevance in my own life so i hope and i think it should have relevance in yours so thank you so much for tuning in today and we will see you next time Hare krishna